0: Nu är vi även i praktiken Yes
1: Ja, vad bra
2: Z. Hello and welcome back to Maiden A to Z. My name is Eric and I have with me a Jonathan. Oh, uh, Jonathan. The same one. The same one. Per usual, yeah. And
0: a uh, triumphant return again.
2: Yes, a triumphant return of uh, Carlotta, who is back.
3: Hello.
0: Hello. Three of us is in the Sigh of Summer, perhaps. I don't know. It's an opeth term. The Sigh of Summer.
2: That Sounds like a very old thing. yeah.
0: It's, I think it's the first row on Still Life and the album Still Life, but I think it's about to get into that, right? It's late summer now, yeah. Late summer, yeah. This, this is
2: my favorite time of year, actually. <laughs> mine, mine, too. Mine as well, yeah. The start of fall yeah. is nice as well, really. Yep. Cool. Yeah, that's what I mean. The sort of the uh, the um, there, there's a, the, the period of time that's usually referred to as Indian summer, which is basically the end of summer, the beginning of fall, yeah. Great, um, great time, so. Yeah, that's
0: perfect. Yeah. And has it always been like that for the two of you? Because I changed. It used to be the high summer when I was like uh, tiny. Because I would just no, run around it's, with it's no worries. It's
3: always been like this for me. Always. Always it's always like. been always for me. Yeah, the beginning of fall or ah. actually like October is probably my favorite month.
0: Yeah. The start of October is reason. great, is yeah, great. Exactly. but the end can be a bit, bit <laughs> nasty. My birthday is 28th of October, and that's rarely, oh, wow. uh, rarely a nice day to celebrate yeah, in any way. Yeah, <laughs> mine late
3: November, it's, it's the same.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like,
2: I, I mean, I've asked my family to move the celebrations to March, end of March, yeah. because then something nice. You could do that, you could do that. Yeah, I think Why they were not? on, they were game, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like the September and October. That's sort of my. That's when I sort of peak. That's my both for me. Like, like you got the early, you know, the, the nice sort of late summer, early fall weather. That leads into Halloween and the leaves all changing and all that kind of stuff. And the Halloween's my favorite holiday. So that's so. The, yeah, and then after like you know the end of October, it's kind of like yeah for the you for know. a while. At least yeah. for, the, for, for, for the next coming 10 months, and then yeah. it's
3: Well, I, I kind of
2: like spring but as well. That's when it but gets
3: depressing, when it starts yeah. snowing and uh, it does yeah, yeah, but and,
0: I, As I got yeah. older, I started to get annoyed by June as well. It's too bright. and <laughs> I, <don't know>. yeah. <laughs> I got more cranky, but that's also when this period came to me, like the, really became my favorite. It was like five yeah. years back or so. Uh, what about oh. rotation, Eric? What have you been listening to? Listen,
2: listen to, let me think. Well, um, what the fuck was I doing yesterday? Uh... Actually, yes. I've been uh, basically the last day and a half when I haven't been working. I've been listening mostly to Maiden because I'm uh, I've been challenged with making a, a playlist for a friend of mine mm. who's. This is not at all her kind of music, so I've been going through doing that, mm. uh, trying to figure out what to uh, how to how to make that work. So I've been doing that. So that's some fun.
0: That's what you're going to do uh, eventually for me, but with uh, Star Trek. Yes, exactly. Entry level
2: playlist. Exactly. I told yes, my yeah.
0: sister about this, and she said, "What was it?" Uh, uh, what's the different ones? She had a oh, yeah. particular favorite one. You have
2: the original series, you have these, uh, Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise, and Discovery. It was oh, the yeah.
0: Next Generation, it must have been. Yeah, that's probably she, she one. She said that would probably be yeah. my cup of tea. 80s, yeah. eight, no?
2: Yeah, eighties, uh, nineties, late 80s, early 90s. Oh, okay, cool. Our Maiden era then. <laughs> yeah, perfect, yeah. So, so we do the thing. I don't know if you know, uh, but we do. We've done this thing uh, the last couple of times when we sort of asked, uh, you know, what 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 we've been listening to lately. Uh, so that's what. to. Ah, so yeah, I was
3: wondering to? like what's your rotation, but then I, I kind of got it. So so what's yep. my rotation? Um, like, yeah, for the last couple of days I've been listening to Oh mm, Cool. Band. Um, yeah, a lot of and also Green Lung, a British doom metal band. Do you In that kind of. Uh, Era
0: right now, at least for this last week and this week. Nice. Yeah. Kirk and I worked with a few times when oh, they were cool. kind of coming up. they weren't yeah. as big as they are now, and a really nice band to work with doing sound because they i've I've been nagging about this that bands have bands should mix themselves, and they sure did like they had a, yeah. a proper level of sound coming out, and it's not the easiest sound to master with all that fuzz distortion yeah, exactly. and big drums, but uh, they really did it, so it was easy to tell that they could easily you know come up a couple of notches from KGB bar uh, yeah. and, and play bigger stages, yep. which they did shortly thereafter. Cool band. What are you able to listen to? Uh, a lot of Van Halen, actually, oh. because of Greg Di Pasquale. Mm. I was, at most, a casual Van Halen fan throughout this life, but he he posted about late summer and he couldn't imagine this period of time without Van Halen as his soundtrack. And I thought, OK, let's give that a crack, and for once my neighbors were partying, it wasn't me. So I had like the spillover noise from my neighbors, and I thought I could round that out with a bit of Van Halen here, instead of hearing something over distance. So I had like a mini party on my own instead of getting nice. instead of getting grumpy, you know, and complaining or whatnot. Yeah. What, what what were they listening to, your neighbours? Yeah, it could have been good, but it was too distant to, you know, hear the music. That's the problem with spillover. Like you don't really yeah. have to play terrible music, but the neighbor will hear terrible <laughs> music in a Yeah, way. that's not fun, yeah. <laughs> it's not You're nice, pretty. you know.
2: I just have kids running around in the hallway, that's all I get from uh, my neighbors.
0: Uh, what else? Van Halen and also Slipknot, which is another band I never listened to. But that's really? clear, clearly because of Joey's a lot of like it popped up in my feed, and I started listening to them. And yeah, talented band, yeah. Like, and especially yeah, band. especially Corey Taylor. I would say great singer. Actually, like uh, it was easy to miss that when they were big, because then there was an anti thing for me: no new metal, yeah. no power metal. It Was kind of the perimeters of being a metalhead at my at that time. Mm.
3: not was actually the last uh, gig uh, I saw uh, pre Corona times okay.
2: Yeah, I was gonna go to that one too actually and I, I just missed it because I, I had
0: to work I have seen yeah. them live I have seen them live it was cool but I think I'm way jealous with Eric because you saw them live when they were really cool I think.
2: well that's the thing because uh, I saw them live I've seen them live twice I think the first time well, the f- second time was on the Iowa tour and that's when they were pretty big and they were at a place called Horvath, which is you know ish arena or sort of middle middle sized arena and by that time they were a full-on stage show with like rotating drum kits and all that stuff that was second but time. I saw Second time. The yeah. first time was at uh, when I saw them, like when they were very new. They, 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 you know, or they, they, this was the first album, proper album tour, and then they were, you know, the stage show was just them. It was they're just them on a small stage, going completely nuts, and that was a lot cooler. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, the one
0: I've heard about. Some people have been yeah. talking about. This is a legendary gig, actually, in Stockholm. Like, one, Jumping one of those, off. Yeah, one know, of those gigs. I think again, one yeah. guy in the band broke his arm uh, because of this stage show, and it was you know at yeah. that level. Like uh, I heard now in an interview, I think it was with, oh, I forgot his name, but he's one of those. Uh, late night show type hosts that does a lot of interviews with got gray hair mm-hmm. to the side anyway his name is something microsoft sam will fill me in larry king he told him about them having a showcase gig in las vegas for sony and then the one sony rep left the gig and said like no way <laughs> they're not on our label like this is this is not this is not a functioning band and that's the kind of the time when you saw them so that must have been pretty yeah 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 that stands out you know it's not wild it's not every band that, that can, you know, put a an arm on offering every night.
2: <laughs> no, I mean that's uh, you know, yeah, and obviously if they would kept going at that l- intensity, they wouldn't be around today. No, so. no, they'd be all in wheelchairs, all of them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that would be. Uh, I mean, to be fair, two of them are dead. That's yeah. true. That's true. I mean, yeah, I mean you
3: know, <laughs> so I mean, when you did know, Paul parodies. Gray?
2: Paul Gray died a while back, right? Oh, he died. Um, Twenty
3: ten, I think, or something. Yeah, that's,
2: yeah, something like that. It was, yeah. it was right around. Uh, yeah, I think that's about right. Yeah, very impressed by him too. Like the
0: bass groove in Duality, for example. That really—that was something for me in this little now, my little little period of listening to this band for real. So yeah, yeah super talented. They're all good at what they do.
2: I mean, like yeah. I, I don't necessarily know, and I don't—I don't, I don't want to anger any slipknot fans out there but i don't necessarily know like the the second there's there's two like guys who do do, do kind of audio you know samples and that kind of stuff i don't know how amazing the second sample guy is (laughs) i used to have a joke about that that one guy should
0: be in slipknot just switching glasses (laughs) <laughs> you know, standing on stage and putting on different cool shades or yeah. specs yeah. you know but because I mean, you know I, don't, to be I, don't, fair, I, don't. I think they do something but i don't think they do so much no,
2: i know they do something but I, uh. you know i still don't know what that is necessarily so if you have like people like the guitarists who are v- really good and the, you know they've always had top-notch uh, drummers even the even jay weinberg is very good as well but you know it, it's easier to quantify that amount of talent than oh my god that guy's really doing he's go- going nuts in the audio samples there yeah. And again, I don't mean to insult anyone.
0: <laughs> no. no, I think a lot of people have has had this on their minds, right?
2: Yep. Yeah, 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 so it's fine. <laughs> so. Um, Today. The, to the matter at hand. A couple of songs uh, from. That would have been a lot funnier if we were doing a song from Matter of Life and Death, but uh, yeah. Uh, a little bit funnier, maybe. Okay. Yeah, it, it would have been. It would have been more intentional than it was. And then now, that, now sure. that we've done this, it, it's not funny at all. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, Mid era. At least speaking yeah. years as a band. This is now mid-era Iron
0: I guess if mm-hmm. you speak uh, sequence of discography, it's still latter era. Because of, it's like from the 12th and 13th record, right? Out of soon to be 17. Yes.
2: But uh, in, in speaking of years, this is mid-era Iron Maiden. So this is 2003 that we're going to visit first. We knew we were going to be doing sort of this era. We, we knew who we wanted to get on as a guest. Uh, and we also knew that probably this wouldn't be one hundred because we're interested in doing. No,
0: uh, I don't think so. <laughs> but it's very <laughs> easy to find guests. It's very yeah. easy to find guests uh, for for each and every. Well,
2: also yeah, but, but but uh, we, last time we did this era, maybe that's not true. Well, what what was the last one you were on? You were on. Uh, I was
3: on Dance of Death. Dance there you go. Death. That's that solo yes, that episode. Religious.
2: That's right. So it was very much this
0: era, and then prior to that, we did uh, Clansman. Yeah. Yeah. Both solo episodes, right? Too. Uh, I think so. Yeah.
3: Yeah, maybe it was actually
0: pretty big uh, episodes, anyway. And I mean, this could cue us into the intro of this song because you get another one of those Celtic. I'll say
2: I love the intro of the song.
3: It's one of my favorite intros ever, yeah. <laughs> I think. Which
0: is also a uh, foreshadowing, it's a theme later to be uh, sung and also to be woe-woed as well.
2: Yeah, just, this is a good woe-woe thing, I like this that.
0: This is one of those woe-woes, for sure. But yeah. uh, when I heard it the first time, I wasn't really a fan because it was, you know, coming in at Virtual Eleven era, I had heard Clansman. Then I get Brain New World and I listen to uh, Blood Brothers. And then this album, uh, I listened to No More Lies which also has that type of intro. And then yeah, this song a, yeah, comes yeah. in and it's like, how many times are they going to do this? But, yeah. you know, listening now, actually, and figuring out that it's more of a foreshadowing of a melody, a presentation yeah. of a yeah. melody. It builds then, up. Yeah, it's not it's really annoying. supposed to be yeah. a, a unique intro. It's not even an intro. It's, it's a theme, right? Yeah. So that made me understand it a little bit better and not kind of pile it in together with those other intros, because yeah. they are actually more intros. or Maybe mm. Blood Brothers' is theme? I don't know. You get what I mean anyway.
2: Yeah, I, I think also, I'm just going to th- throw this out there as a guess. I imagine we're going to get a, a theme or two that kind of resemble us on the new album as well. Uh, Likely. It's, it, especially on one song, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, um, so yeah, l- how do we start this? I don't remember how we do this. This time we're, we're on the music first, it seems. It
0: seems. Yeah. 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 That's all right. We've had a little break. It's nice. I, like I get maiden fatigue every now and then. Uh, Even doing, you know, a podcast like this. And then I think it Mm. takes about three days and then I'm ready to talk about (laughs) Maiden. So if I get more more than three days, uh, I'm more than ready. So that's good. I've been
3: on a long break. I can't even remember. I think it was in April or something.
0: Before summer, yeah. So anyway, it starts with this melody and then it quickly builds into something else, right? Mm. Uh, Which has this darker...
2: uh, That bit is just so cool with the... Very ominous, kind of like a storm brewing yeah. kind of situation. I, I and it's, it's It's
0: fake strings, yeah. but way better than some of the fake strings we have tackled in this podcast so far. Mm-hmm. These are pretty well done. Uh, yeah, th- th- really- th- these work. Ah, I don't yeah. know if it's Bova or I think it's actually Harris that arranged them, but uh, not sure on that. I'll check.
2: I can check probably. Uh,
0: but uh, they also have the white snake chord. Hard to ah, do vocally. The but
3: chord. Yeah, exactly. It follows the vocals
0: is this love or something like that they they, call it do you you mean
2: the hold on this is mm, i think this is going to be very out of tune but let me see if it this is going to be incredibly out of tune so just edit it in what you mean is it the that kind of that there you go
0: It, I, it reminds me of uh, Is This Love. Yeah, we well, just just added in that chord. There. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Is This Love or other tunes, I think Steve Vai was the guitarist on that one, I'm not sure, but it's a very colorful chord. It's one of those chords like when you're learning to play guitar, teaching yourself yeah. to play guitar, you find a chord like that, it's almost like a cheat. Like, wow, I sound mm-hmm. so good uh, playing now, because it's, it has this kind of
2: color and uh, tension. It's also like a, a Def Leppard kind of... Yep. Yeah, for sure. Just put put a little chorus and flanger on it, and then you got like five Jeff Leopard songs. Yep,
0: and another, <laughs> no offense to that. Another detail in the intro that I love is this kind of yeah. dive bombish thing that comes in the background, like, yeah. and that's part of yeah. what you said, uh, storm brewing. yeah okay. Yeah. Cool intro well done,
3: yeah.
2: Like, like, Kalota said, the uh, build up has the build up, yes. It also uses the three guitars very well, yep, where they're playing very distinctly different things, all of them, yes. Uh, which I really like. And then we get into another musical matter that is unique
0: for this song, and it's the use of double bass drum. Only, yeah, this is the only time. time, yeah. And he's a huge Ian Pace fan. Ian Pace also used it famously, only in one song, which is Fireball. But uh, I would say I way prefer the fireball double kick to this one. And I think this kick drum suffers a bit from them not being used to composing with this. So it just goes for half of the the song or more. I think about more than 50% of the song it just goes. It's well played though. There's nothing wrong with that. But uh, I think compositionally they could have had like take it in, take it out a little bit more often. Uh, That's Mm. that's, uh, an opinion I have on it. And I think it may be due to them not being so used to incorporate this.
2: That could be it, yeah.
0: I think Smith made it uh, in his demo. And he said, like, Nick, uh, you can, Nick, you can play at this tempo, right? And he said, Yeah, I can, oh. but not for four minutes. <laughs> <You know>? mm. <laughs> because in Wickerman, he plays slightly faster with one, but then it's not for four minutes. Yeah, this
2: is, this, is, this is six minutes, six and a half minutes. Yeah, and I think he's on it for about three minutes or more, actually. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. Yeah, this is a, this is a you might have mentioned this, but this is a Smith Harris Dickinson. That uh, one, which is always fun. Yep, and you hear a lot of Harris in it too. I think, uh, like, uh, but also a lot of. Uh, I think the lyrics seem to be very Bruce. Yeah. Yeah, I would
0: guess yeah. so too. And yeah, maybe or uh, slightly Grandpa <laughs> Harris as well. Worried, worried about where the world is turning, right?
2: Yeah, but this seems this seems more apocalyptic rather than you know like the, the you know.
3: Yeah, it's not very philosophical. It's it's more yeah, I would say. He's commenting on what's happening in the world right now. So yeah, we'll
0: say. yeah, apocalyptic, and also with, of course, with the title in mind that you're not, you're by choice not seeing it.
3: Yeah, you know, yeah,
2: like that meme with the dog in the fire.
3: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Drinking
2: coffee. Like
3: yeah, yeah. this is good. This is fine. Well, uh, but,
2: no, because then also you jump ahead to the next song, and this kind of deals like like what you say, the grandpa. Hat, I, I love it. There's there's something I read in um. There's an interview with Bruce uh about the new album and he referred to i think it was like i think it was this last song of the album hell on earth w- that you know it's he I, I don't he didn't call it grandpa Paris, but he did it's like like grumpy old man Paris, mm, yeah. you know and that's, uh, that's sort of like so same thing yeah. but i think it's done a lot better lyric wise in this one than in age of innocence
0: yeah let's see i i uh, need to pull the lyrics up actually
3: yeah no me
0: too m- m- the booklet is so dark for that one so i can't read them <laughs> In the sand army. What, there's a
2: graphic design error on that album? Is that what you
0: mean? <laughs> another one?
2: It's
3: I mean, unheard of, but, yeah. But I mean, just the way it starts off is very yeah. like everyone's waiting for something to happen, everyone's waiting for something to see. <laughs> Lunatics yep. waiting for bigger, your sisters, everyone's waiting for news on TV. Uh, <laughs> really, like that first, uh, yeah, just some, some sums it up in a nice way, just that. But then, yeah, just commenting on like how the media portrays things for us to take in but we we're, we're just taking it in for the thrill really no yeah not uh, not thinking anything else about it it just passes by and we just want to see like gore and horror and oh what's mm. going to happen next and i guess like because this is from 2003 so yes. what was happening in the world
0: it was a pretty shitty time out. actually
2: well, I mean, you had, you had, you had, uh, at that point, we were in the middle of uh, Iraq war,
1: I think.
0: Was Iraq all war, yeah. yeah.
2: So there was also, there was also sort of the added kind of just like, uh, people being kind of still kind of, you know, nervous after, you know, 9-11, 9/11 and that 11. kind of stuff and that kind of thing. But if you look at it now, this song would just work just as well now. Yeah. I mean, it has yeah, been, exactly. if, if not more, this even,
0: period exactly. has just been growing and like your, your interpretation there made me think of oh. a couple of things. Uh, actually, mm. made me also appreciate the lyrics more. I can add already, but uh, maybe think of Die With Your Boots On a little bit with the uh, lunatics waiting for bigger disasters. You know, mm. it has some yeah. of that in It's in Die With Your Boots On with, uh, mm. uh, with people wanting warning disasters. Exactly. Like They want something yeah. to happen. They're restless. They're not like active in their lives. They're just waiting for the end. But then also, it has that particular angle of hiding from it at the same time. So it's almost double edged.
3: Now that I think of it, yeah, because this is uh, because later in the lyrics, it's also like I wait for the signs. I they tell me true. I see the sign of the end, and then like mm-hmm. people who are digging their graves and loading their guns for the kill as well. Just people who are like waiting for the apocalypse and seeing signs everywhere
1: mm-hmm. of yeah. like
3: the apocalypse or the world ending. Um, but the end never comes, and that's the, also something that they. Do they sing that in the chorus or is it? It's somewhere it's like, but the end never came. Yeah, I think
0: it's in the chorus. But uh, yeah, this is interesting. Now I'm thinking about is this song about uh, having your face in the sand, not from the
2: apocalypse, but from the non apocalypse?
3: Yeah, that was what I was thinking as well. Yeah.
2: So watch and I wait and I pray for an answer, an end to the strife and the world's misery, but the end never came and we're digging the graves. That's the bit there. Yeah. The, uh, no, 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 no. What, what do you think Eric? Could this be
0: about hiding from the non-apocalypse? Like like uh, not seeing the apocalypse not happening.
2: I mean maybe, but I, I think it seems I mean hm I'm, I'm I'm hold on give me give me a second here. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> because I think it is that now and I didn't 12 uh, minutes ago, <laughs> you know. It's it's, yeah. it's
0: a new revelation.
2: I mean, maybe maybe that's it. I mean, it has a very, like I said, the whole thing is an ominous kind of feel to it. So that kind of leads me to believe that it is about, you know, maybe not seeing stuff in front of you that, you know. Uh, yeah, musically, that's what it
0: feels like. And maybe that's yeah. how, why both you and me thought that. But with Charlotte's mm-hmm. um, analysis here, I, I'm I'm leaning on the other theory. Oh, it could be, yeah. yeah it's actually yeah. about like denying the fact that it's not the apocalypse happening, which is more interesting. Yeah. The person wants to see the apocalypse. So uh-huh. he hides from the fact that it's actually not the apocalypse.
3: Yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly. It could be that. It could also be just like commenting, because I'm thinking also a lot about like conspiracy theorists.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they yeah, are on just, that kind of line. Yeah,
3: um, just like uh, interpreting uh, everything as the apocalypse yeah. when it's not the apocalypse. But I'm thinking like this um, when they're asking the questions, like, can the end be at hand? Is the face in the sand future memory of our tragedy?
0: So it could be double edged. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be both of them. But it's interesting. It brings you back to die with your boots. And I use the Swedish phrase, prophetia, which is like uh, an old school way to say the end is nigh all the time. You know, you always see those yeah. signs. But then yeah. it could be also double edged, like you were onto now, that it's about that, but it's also about the apocalypse maybe happening and maybe some people mm-hmm. are having the face in sand for that.
2: Yeah. I mean, you got these things. Like I was reading just, just, uh, before we got on to this, uh, we started doing this. Uh, there's a new thing on the um, that's been going around, uh, making the rounds, among a certain group of people, uh, that the the vaccine causes. Uh, the vaccine is what turned the zombies in I Am Legend into zombies. So, and people, uh, the guy who made the movie literally had to come out and say, it's, it's a movie, this didn't happen, this isn't a documentary. Yeah. That's not the problem here. And you see, you have people worried about that when there's scientists saying, well, no, we actually have real problems like, you know, this, yeah. this planet will not be inhabitable in, the, you know, in 20 years, maybe. But people, you know, they, they, they don't care about that. They're worried about the, getting turned into zombies by the vaccine because of a Will Smith movie. So yeah. it's maybe sort of selectively seeing the apocalypse where you want to see it. I, uh, I yeah. listened to a, a podcast, a philosophy podcast about this
0: Romanian guy. He's called Emil Curan. And he yeah. talked about the, the problem of being a, a human is that we're looking for adventures all the time. But the okay. world is pretty random. It's not like, of course, you can find your adventures in life. Everyone listening and all of us have had them. But uh, it's not really the the aim of the world. is more random or more uh, ordered in a, in a different way. There's no adventure no. really out there. And that could be like a reason to uh, see a zombie ap- apocalypse in a COVID vaccine. Because that's more adventure. It's not so adventurous if it's just an annoying virus that comes in. And now it's also quite annoying to get rid of it, you know. So I think... People want to put the adventure in it, and that's also part of. You want
2: to song. make it, yeah. There's probably a little bit of that, maybe.
0: Like uh, you want, you want it to be more interesting or more dramatic or something, you know. Yeah. You know good, good, and yeah. evil, and and all of that, you know.
2: Or just something more, like you want. Like something I mean, like, like I've been hoping that fucking aliens are going to show up for you know most of my life, and that hasn't thus far happened. Now, would it be fucking terrifying if they did? Probably. Well, uh, I mean, but I, would I've been be,
0: secretly I, hoping for a zombie thing to happen too. I don't, I'd rather I don't think have aliens. it will.
2: I don't think it will, but I've been secretly a little bit like, wow, wouldn't, wouldn't that be pretty cool? You know? <laughs> Just admitting that. I mean, if, if it's like in Shaun of the Dead where it's kind of over in like a week, I'm fine with that. I still want to. No, well, I'm it. kind of interested in it being horrible too. <laughs> I don't know, but.
3: Yeah, you know, if I'd we, rather that, go with aliens too. Aliens. I
2: think. But, you know, also, if if, if, the sh- if that happens, the zombie thing happens, then I guess we wouldn't have to do the rest of the, the discography because no one listened listen to it. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> or maybe in field, running from zombies and talking about Armenia yeah. at the same time. Well, you know, I, yeah. as long as it happens after September 3rd, like, like I can come out after oh, the right, weekend there. Right, 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 right. Then I can listen to the new album. At least then I'll be fine. No, no. I want it, I want it happen after... I can happen on November 12th, because then I'll have seen the new Ghostbusters, and I don't really have anything else I'm looking forward to this year. Ah, oh, there we go. There we go. So, <laughs>
0: we go. Uh, so yeah, that's... the. Uh, the lyrical theme of the song, pretty cool, actually, if it's indeed yeah. double-edged, or even
2: if it's not, actually. It's just thought-provoking. Uh, yeah, thought it's just, it makes
3: you think. Yeah,
2: thought-provoking. I just want to ask the the listeners, just, just for my m- amusement, if you had to pick that we're going to get in the, this fall, there's going to be zombie outbreak or aliens invasion, what, what, what would you pick and why? You can just answer that in the com- comments. I would actually pick the alien invasion, too. I just yeah. added that I've, I mean, I've also been having this... <laughs> Yeah. I mean, also, it depends kind of what level. I mean, if it's Independence Day, you know, it's not going to matter very much because then we're fucking going to, you know, be. So- you know? Anyway, we'll see. We'll, we'll do. You know, we'll do that later. Yeah, that won't be a problem. Uh, what else to mention musically
0: in this song? We've mentioned the intro and the build up, uh, and then how the theme is reused as well. Uh, we, well, the, the whoa, whoa, whoa is very nice. Yep, yeah. and it's the same as the chorus, right? I think, and the intro. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's quite cohesive. A little bit, um, if I go into the musical criticism, one is that uh, I don't think they arranged the double kick, uh, ideally. And the other one is that it has this triplet feel that it becomes a bit of an infinity beat. So it just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. But that said, it has the dynamics at least, which makes it still, it still shifts, but... uh, it's not the most fun song on this album, I wouldn't say. Musically, I don't enjoy it so much. I enjoy the intro build-up and production of the intro, oh. and the lyrics are nice. Uh, the melodies of the singing get a little tiring to me as well in, towards the end. It happens every now and then with uh, yeah. New Maiden for me.
2: For, for me, this was one of the, my favorites Upon um, when I first heard it. It uh, stood out for me. This was like one of like three that really stood out for me. The other ones, who I think, were... Dale and there was one more that really stood out the first time, and this still this is still one of my favorites in the album. Um, and you're not alone. I think they could. Yeah, I've heard it from so, others too, so yeah. n-
0: not alone. Definitely a bit of a favorite among fans yeah. of this era.
3: Yeah, I think I agree with with Jonathan. Um, the intro and the build up uh, in, into the chorus and the and the melody is so good. Yeah, uh, I could listen to just that as an entire song, really. Because it matches the lyrics perfectly, the way it's built up. It really like enhances the lyrics mm. and made me think a lot about them when I listen to it now. But yeah, I also found it a little bit repetitive and it just goes on and on. It's a little bit just of the same beat, but maybe that was the thought behind it. Yeah, to just, like, yeah.
0: It's interesting because we talked about Stoner Rock in the beginning. And they are masters yeah. of doing this, just hang on a riff yeah. forever and... I've said before about where it gets there that I like the fact that they just hang on da 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 for for quite long, but it depends I think on dynamics and the inner dynamics of the of the actual parts and beats and in this one it's a bit you know it hacks away in the in the triplet so I think that's why it can become a little bit fatiguing a little bit but it's not a bad song
2: no no it's a good song so I mean I'll say it is one of my favorite and actually I. In in hindsight, I would have. Uh, I'm not going to put it on there on the list because there's so much stuff coming up that I think needs to be there more. Uh, I, I'll say this that it, it if I if I didn't feel the need just to you know to uh, l- last time we did a, a you know re- an album song we did Empire of the Clouds and that was that's largely on the list because I felt the need to to build a hill and die on it. Yeah. Uh, I mean I don't I think this is a much better song than Empire of the Clouds. I think so too. Sorry so, so, sorry to. You know, to me, Mr. Arke. yeah well, we put it in there for him, actually, kind of you know, yeah, yeah, so, I mean, but like, so maybe
0: had he been on, and he even wrote on the list for me, so, but I mean I'm gonna of course gonna fight for that to be out because it's in my bottom ten, but anyway, this song okay. is not in my top fifty, and I'm very sure about that
2: well, how do you feel about this sure.
3: um i a part of me wants to put it there just because of the the introduction or the theme and yeah. build up but and also because of the lyrics but I think I'm gonna go with a no All right, cool. as well not top 50 yeah.
0: and also like doing a Maiden podcast obviously we like more than 50 songs that's, that's, that's gonna a, be fun yeah. when,
2: we, when we get because I think they were gonna have to do like a whole like a series in and on itself just us trying to whittle down this, this list to <laughs> to 50 Yep. because my idea my idea is that we don't stop adding stuff until we're through the whole discovery so if we if we're up to 100 songs at that point that means when we go back through we gotta whittle it down yep. we don't stop when we're at 50 no no we don't
3: yeah and that's where the real like tough picks begin yep. because then it's uh, yeah. from the top yeah, fifty. will be a month yeah.
0: worth of episodes or something easily yeah, to, to, to kind of crack that uh, down but it will also be a nice way to end the ori- what we call the original run
3: um,
2: i i have i have a you know i, I think maybe we should do that as a that's definitely the kind of thing I'd like to do, you know. Actually, you know, actually recording in the same space, uh, kind of thing with with a bunch of us. That'd be fun. That'd be but you, you're definitely invited to that, too, because you've been on this, you know. So yeah. Nice. So th- so that'll be fun. So keep your calendar free three in like like three years from now. <laughs> we get there. Uh, uh, the <laughs> uh,
0: like a nice um, conference room for five hours. Uh,
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just work
0: through it. But yeah, of yeah. course that's fun. I'm not really into lists and ratings too much, but. Obviously, I, I throw in a rating now and then to kind of yeah. clarify where I'm at. And also mm-hmm. lists. I don't like um, just composing them on the spot. But with this kind of list that you curate for three years, then it becomes interesting.
2: So It's fun because this, this, essentially when we're done, we'll have like the, the very best of the best. For us. For us. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah so that's
0: weird. Not objective. Can you be about music? It's very hard to be. <laughs> I, I, I sometimes I joke about something being an objective musical fact, but it never really is. Yeah. No, ends.
2: it just it just no, you know man. no. But it's taste. But th- th- that's the point of having a pod like this: is pretending that you're you know one's opinions is fact, and then just going with that. You know, being 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 a bit of a jerk about it is what this is about. I'd say. I also like changing my mind. I'm, I'm just into that. Yeah. you
0: know, I've always been into that. I think uh,
2: how else to kind of go anywhere? <laughs> you know? No, I think I think I think we all reserve the right to. To, to, uh, you know, uh, b- build a hill, die on it, and then next week completely distance myself from. That's what I did just that's now. Of the clouds. Sure. So that's that's where it's gonna. You know, that's what you should
0: be. Yeah, <laughs> so no, no that's great. That's great. Actually, that episode turned out okay too. I was worried, but uh, you know, turns
2: I was out, mostly worried about me continuously joking about that he was de- Eric Archer was dead. Yeah, but that um, was edgy on you. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, again, I think that it was the. I, I mean, it could have been. You know, depending on how he took it, <laughs> yeah. and he took it fine. So. Yeah. I, I don't know if you heard that one, last one we did.
3: No, I don't forget that.
2: So we just a quick recap. We did uh, um, Eldorado and Empire of the Clouds last last time, and Eric, Eric was supposed to be on it to defend Empire of the Clouds. He wasn't there because he had uh, he was rehearsing. Yep. And then uh, Jonathan kept referring to him that he was there in spirit, and then I pointed out it sounds like he was dead, and then that sort of started a thing where he said things like you know. Uh.
1: Oh, that's yeah, so I thoughts
2: used, and prayer. I also used the phrase "the ghost of Eric Harke, yeah, and that, so there was, and that was before yep. your joke. Then I started thinking, yeah. you know, fucking like, like hashtag never forget. Yeah. <laughs> but
3: then obviously you went yeah. with
2: yeah. that joke, yeah. of course. But like, so, like, so this could have been—I don't know—maybe he's, you know, again, again. Also, I just got to say publicly that you know, if he if he goes, you know, he better not die in the next year or so, or we're going to come off. I'm going to come off like a real jerk. That's the thing. <laughs> but uh, so far, so good. Confirmed alive. Yeah playing his uh-huh. bass, all good. So, go he, so he's, he's not allowed to go, I mean, just like, you know, and then after that, it's, it's not, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be fine, but I wouldn't, it wouldn't, I wouldn't come off as bad if it happens like years from now. Yeah, spring.
3: it wouldn't backfire on you. Yeah, and, that, and
2: that's really what this is about. So anyway, let's... <laughs> of course it is. Okay,
0: we're moving on. Uh, we're moving back three years to uh, yeah. Yeah, that huge album that not everybody, but almost everybody loves, uh, Brave New World.
2: The, the album that changed a lot of our, a lot of people on who's been on this pod, you know, myself included, changed you know our world in many ways. Yeah, uh, that was definitely a huge game changer for me. That whole period and everything, you know, I, I wouldn't be here doing this if that if that album didn't exist. Yeah, probably. So the song is "The Fallen Angel."
0: That's right, and uh, another and one that is supposed to have a movie reference in 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 its roots, uh, apparently "Boondock Saints," uh, but oh, yeah, really? but I never had that confirmed. Uh-huh. I saw that film in the worst of conditions, which is a ski bus. <laughs> and on that, oh, shit. Yeah. On a t- tiny screen. <laughs> yeah, not ideal. Yeah, so I can't really say what I think about the movie, but I have seen it. Uh, and I'm not sure if the song is about that, but uh, I heard I'll, it.
2: I'll see, if I can, I'll see if I can figure something out here. I've never heard that, so that's... Something
0: like Archangels sent by God to do some badass justice uh... or something like that.
3: Yeah, then it fits uh-huh. a little bit into the theme of the song. Yeah, no, I definitely haven't seen it.
2: Azazel is, uh, and I, I'm, again, I'm, I don't remember all my. Uh, let's see here. Let's see if I can find out. He, he's something. Yeah, so.
3: Azazel is, is the scapegoat, right? What? It could also be referred to as the fallen angel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a. The devil.
0: The devil, or Lucifer, That's or bringer of light, yeah. or yeah. all of those. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: The scapegoat who takes on the sins of the people ah, yeah. and then gets thrown off over to a cliff to die for humanity's sins, I guess. Something, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's, so he that's also basically. he
2: also dies for humanity's sins, like uh, Jesus. Yeah, but he didn't get he didn't get a you know, near near the, you know, amount of exposure and you know PR afterwards. No, Jesus has tons of that. Tons of Jesus PR. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I feel that. You know, that's. Hmm, okay. It's kind it's kinda of like that the the like uh uh what I'm gonna think of a good example here. Um uh I can't think of anything funny that's gonna insult anyone in a fun way, so I'm not gonna worry about it. But yes, so I trying to think of something offensive to Christians here. But yeah, so he doesn't get any he doesn't get any of the credit. Um He should get a little bit of it. It's like, you know, it's like uh yeah.
0: running with the idea that it's actually about this movie. Uh oh. the film is from nineteen ninety nine, so that could make sense. Yeah. That was the yeah. composition period for this tune probably, and uh, uh two Irish Catholic brothers become vigilants and wipe out Boston's criminal underworld in the name of God, so
2: it could fit yeah that kind of works, but it also works is that's but that's also I'm glad that he that he kept it at a a level where it's not you know it's not obvious no it's not like actually dropping character names or just yelling the movie title. title. <laughs> in the, in the as, as our friend in Greg long would say. Dark saints. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. that, that'd be bad.
1: Yeah.
0: So, yeah, that could that could be the theme of the song. And if we dive into the lyrics, there's a lot about the, of course, all the spiritual stuff, uh, the bi- biblical stuff, biblical yeah. stuff. That's the word. Yeah. Uh, with the God is mentioned, I guess, fifteen, twenty times through the song. Uh, yeah. And uh, the chosen one—that's uh, apparently the protagonist or the storyteller of the song, uh. which could be some kind of archangel assassin type character, I guess.
3: Yeah. And also, I would say, like, this theme of the apocalypse, or it's Armageddon here, but... Oh, yeah, we got a... It's also in here. It's also in here. The fallen angel waiting, like, biding its time to rise again, uh, waiting for Armageddon. Could it
0: be it's the end of the world? Yeah. That's the chorus, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. It's, you know, not, not surprising. They
0: do a ton of choruses, too, in this song. I think six... Six repi- repetitions. It's a lot of choruses. Six repetitions. Yeah. And also quite strong. It's a very strong. Heavy uh, riff. It's a heavy riff. And this pre chorus is also quite strong. It could be a chorus. Uh, you and only God would know what could be done. What could be done. Yeah. Which uh, sounds very neoclassical now that I think of it. Dum, da, dum, da, dum, da,
2: dum, It sounds like very.
0: <laughs> or and or folky. Maybe a little bit folky Yeah. yeah.
2: This is kind of. This is, ver- this is like. I remember. This is one of the first um, songs uh, I heard because when the album, um, some of the album leaked like a day or two before it, it, this, the actual um, album was released, and I was in the computer room at school, and someone, hey, did you hear this? This is a new Iron Maiden, and it just it was this bit of the intro of the song, and for and I said I did not you know, I said I was like, oh, okay, I, I didn't believe him because it sounded different than I was expecting, but this was the intro of the song. Sounds
0: like a Harris riff. No! Yeah.
2: this is this back when you had to go to like mp3.com or something like that to download LimeWire. Lime, this was yeah. before Limewire though this was a long time ago oh, really? this was, mm-hmm. this, was, this was this was back in the oh. this was pre-Napster.
1: Ah.
3: Just
2: um, about just days. about pre-Napster, right? Yeah, just just sort of like Napster just about to become a thing. So yeah. but still yeah, so it would it would have been No, probably not pre-Napster, but I think probably it was it was right around it was right around the same time Like later that summer if I recall, maybe it was the n- next year when the Metallica thing happened.
0: Yeah, because they released oh, *Saints oh, yeah. in 03, but they released um, the, I, Disappear. The, *I Disappear*. Yeah, the *Mission Impossible* 2 single soundtrack
2: song, yeah. and that was the like that I was say, the big I, one. I got, that was the big drama. I got a lot of shit when this happened or after later later years because I I, I, I kind of agreed with them what they were doing uh, because I felt that they were more so pissed that their their thing leaked out before it was ready. Yep. Yeah. And you know, and that's that's what annoyed them. And then you know, in in, in you know, in the aftermath, tons of bands like Pearl Jam, Tool. I, there's like tunnel came and said yeah we we totally agreed with what you did that was very brave of you because they yeah. you know all the not that tool and pearl jam are, are small bands but there's bands that were smaller than them that who you know who napster was really hurting and they couldn't go out and say something because if they did that you know they'd you know they'd lose whatever fan the fans they had and they'd, they'd be they'd be fucked it's only only a band like metallica or even like a you know you know uh, Neil Young,
0: I don't remember. No, he was more about audio quality, I think, or something like that. He didn't like that. But yeah, but he's, I mean, but it's, he's, it's he's kind but of the same thing.
2: It's presentation, right? I think Pearl Jam, we're gonna sort of come out and support them on that. But that was right out, right before, or right around the time the Roskilde uh, accident happened. Oh shit! So they, oh, so, right. so they, they, were kind of busy of other stuff. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I totally agree with that. And Years later, I, I still get into arguments with people about this, and you know, it's like, yeah, no, I, I think I get what they, you know.
0: Yeah, I think Lars tried to hammer that point in that this is about how we mm-hmm. want to present the song, we don't want it to be a a title on a screen and a double click, we want to present it with an artwork or in this case, a very expensive video, right? So maybe you should have seen it with a video instead of hearing an MP3, I agree with that. And he tried to hammer that in, but people are obsessed with money, so everyone thought, no, he's just being cheap. Yeah, it it's about, about money. money. But it yeah. probably was about presentation you know, more so. Than if it
2: my- was about just the money, they wouldn't have done that because they lost ton- They lost pro- admit, you know, they lost quite a bit in that because there's so many people, who, you know, like, I'm not going to buy their stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah. And for, uh, I mean, personally, when I started buying vinyl again,
0: that was just a relief in a way. Like, oh, why didn't yeah. I do this for, for a few years? Why did I just stream stuff? This is a relief. Like now I'm buying and listening to music in that way that I loved as a kid
2: it's, it's, you get a more you get a more of a it's like you can you get a more of a, a intimate relationship with an album or a song or a, whatever it is if you put it on the you know like same thing as you don't get the same feeling reading a book on the computer or mm-hmm. or even listen it's, the audiobook is different because that can be kind of I, I i actually re-listened i'm really listening to bruce's audiobook uh his biography which is very nice but you get more of a you know, you know, a relationship with the whatever it is. If you're actually touching it and listening to it that way, I figure. Yeah. So that's what Bruce
3: reading the book. Yeah, he,
2: yeah he's reading it himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A good thing. Yeah, it's, it's very, it's very cool. It's very nice, and that, that sort of also got me into. Uh, so I've been, you know, I've been that that also adds. So I've basically been listening to. A lot of Maiden and just Bruce, so that's, it's been a... Yeah,
0: I mean, of course getting the physical product is one thing, but another thing is just actually the investment. You invested money in it. You're going to give it a fair shot at this point. I noticed that way back with PlayStation, I multi-X shipped it so I could play like uh, burnt CDs in my PlayStation. No, And of course I got a lot of good games, some of which I enjoyed a lot, but I didn't give a game a fair shot because it was free, kind of, you know, or four bucks or something. And then.
3: Uh, yeah, you just listen to stuff like with one ear instead exactly,
0: of. like yeah, they invest.
3: Taking in the whole experience because you invested money in it and you also like having that more physical yeah. aspect to it as well. Well, uh, Like with the album, the album cover, the, the lyrics in it. You, yep, yep. At least me, when I started buying, well, this was proven also, but with um, not MP3. What's it called? Um, the thing you had before the MP3? The, the disc Mini-disc? thing. Jesus. CD player. Oh, c- CDs. Yeah, <laughs> CDs. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. cool though. Brain freeze. Uh, yeah, that's really like you had a different relationship with music back then than when you have now. It's also, yeah, you brain. also,
2: you, you get a kind of a. Yeah, especially like Maiden have always gone, I mean, you know, we're, gone the extra mile with their physical products. So it's always, you know, you know okay. Dance of Death, you know, ignoring that. But usually, it's a nice package. It's very, you know, it's it's a whole. It's very, yeah, you know, no. it's, it's. There's a visual component as well, and you don't really get that just looking at the little no. thing on spot. Again, so with that said, I listen to you know I use I use Spotify all the you know all the time because I'm not fucking. Yeah. Ca- I'm not. I'm not. I don't, I'm not bringing my you know record player out when I'm you know walking. That'd be insane. Yeah, I I don't even know if I could do it. It's very hard to do with vinyl. No, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. it's the physical product
0: is very important, and also the investment. I would say even when I bought stuff that is completely digital. Even just paying for it, I'm gonna give it a fair shot. Like a, yeah, I don't know, an yeah. instrument, you know, a software instrument, for example. If you download it, you'll give it a two-minute run, and you can't figure out the knobs, and you throw it away. But if you buy it, and especially on recommendation yeah. from someone, you will give that a fair shot. You will teach yourself how to use it.
2: So, so quick question then: Have have, have you guys pre-ordered the new album yet, or have any kind? No, no,
0: no. I'm going for uh, uh, I'm going for uh, old school. Go to the shop, buy it.
2: Well, I'm I'm going to do that too. But I, I I was able to get I was able to pre-order the the red and black one, so I got that one. And I decided against the the I don't think I'm going to get the the CD box version because there's there's a very fancy version that's cost quite a bit. There's there's, there's well here's okay. So there, there's there's an exclusive fan, fan club version that's going to be released tomorrow. That'll cost about three hundred and thirty three euros. Oh uh, yeah. Only, there's only a certain amount of those out there. That'd be fun if I had tons of money over right now. I might get that. Just gonna be kind of fun, but yeah. no, but I, I'm I'm not doing that because that'd be insane. So I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna get the regular black vinyl and the the limited color vinyl. vinyl. Yeah, so only vinyl. And maybe 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 later on the line if I'm there and they got it. They had there's a there's a there's a, there's a Sort of a marbled, like silver kind of one as well. I might get that too. All right, now I'm going for the black vinyl this time.
0: It feels like that's a solid package, and I do like. I'm looking
2: forward to. I'm looking forward to Friday the third there because you know we can meet up for coffee beforehand, then we go to. Yep. You know, yep. wait, at, yeah, hang out. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Come with us because yeah. we're going. Yeah. So we're going to go to Sound Pollution. Uh, they open at eleven, so we'll get coffee and then. We'll... That would be nice. nice. Yes. One more thing to that. Uh, that I just as of ten minutes, not ten minutes ago, whenever it was we started, slightly before that. I created a, a discord server for the Facebook groups. There's a made native discord server. Mm, now, cool. And I figure what we can do is I'll post a link to that. And then we can, I'm ch- going to try to do a hangout there on the night of the, the, um, the release of the album. So, you know, people want to, you can hang out there and have a few drinks and talk, you know, cause we, I was thinking, thinking about doing something, a meetup somewhere, but we have so many people who I think might want to join. Who don't live ni- nearby here. Mm-hmm. So it could be more fun to do it, you know, that way. Yeah, that's cool. So I'll post a link to that later. So, so okay. yes.
0: So I was gonna say let's uh, com- let's say that the following angel is about a, an, a a very dangerous badass angel that is sent out by Lars Ulrich to hunt, do- hunt down down <laughs> file yeah. sharing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we could we could land on that, and may- or maybe Boondock Saints or something. But anyway, how do you how would you rate the lyrics just to kind of finish that part? Are they are they good Iron Maiden lyrics or are they a bit bland or what would you say? Uh,
3: yeah, my. I'm like, this is uh, this is not a favorite of mine. Uh, I I really like the intro uh, of the song. And I also like, uh, there's like a, a bridge thing, like a guitar, um, like a dueling a little bit mm. that mm. only happens for a couple of seconds, like at three minutes in or something. Yep. Love that, gives me like power slave vibes. Mm-hmm. I think it has a little bit of like power slave yeah. vibes. Is it da-da-da-da-da-da-da?
0: Weeri- yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Duelists <laughs> yeah. or something, yeah.
3: Exactly. But um, uh, in terms of lyrics, I don't know, it's just, it's it's a little bit too bland for me. Um, I don't know, I'm just not really, yeah, it, it doesn't do much for me with the f- fallen angel and the, like the power inside me. and mm. it, It's just a little bit too, uh, I don't have the right words for it, too blasé. Yeah, I
0: guess you, you, you simply
2: don't feel it. I don't feel it, yeah I agree with that I think it's um it's fine yeah it, 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 it it's not bad I've heard there are they have they have lyrics that are straight up you know cringy this is just it's fine it's it's mm. like but it, it would be a hell of a lot better if they were able to because I, I think music is great and there's some stuff in there I really 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 like but yeah. I think that th- th- this could have lifted a lot h- higher if they'd um. I don't know, dug a little deeper, or done something else, because, like I said, I, I've never, the lyrics seem to be, you know, at first glance, it's, you know, very generic stuff about a fallen angel and the things and all that stuff. That's fine, but they don't really do anything particularly innov- innovative with that. And if it, you know, I'd, I'd have been way more interested if, if I knew this was about that movie, that'd be cool. But that's not even, you know, I I, I said earlier that it's, it's, it's good that it's not too obvious, but it might have been. It should be a little bit, so you could kind of figure that out, maybe, because there's, you know, I'd have no idea. I had no idea until you mentioned that now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Th- that was a thing, and um, so I think it could have been. I think they just, uh, like I said, it, it's fine, and that's sometimes just being fine is worse than sucking because at least at least less of an imprint.
3: Yeah, you don't really remember it. That's one of the, the the songs of the album that I don't really remember when I'm thinking about all the songs from
2: Brave
1: New World.
3: Uh, Brave New yeah. World. Uh, but I have to say, uh, speaking of it's not that it's not a cringy song. It's not cringy, but there is one cringy thing mm-hmm. and it's a yeah. 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 yeah.
2: yeah. Oh Jesus
3: Christ. <laughs> well that that <laughs> I kind of that actually that. That goes I'm okay
0: with, with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could see it being uh, very cringy too. Yeah. Kind of Metallica
3: esque. it comes from nowhere. <laughs> it's like what? Yeah. Okay. yeah, that's that's a way to end it, but...
0: You yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, No, I, I didn't share my opinions on the lyrics, but I had this semi-leading question anyway, so I guess you could tell that I find them a bit bland. Uh, but again, yeah. not bad. Just, uh, they are what they are, I guess. Fallen Angel, and yeah. uh, now we could cr- segue into the music, and I would say that this, mm. for sure, is my least favorite track on this album, actually. It's the one that does the least for me. It used to be Mercenary, now it's this one. And it's just... The Mercenary has some
2: cooler lyrics, there and the yeah. Mercer is more cooler. Melodies, we'll get
0: cooler melodies. We'll get to it. Yeah, yeah and uh, this one is four minutes flat, very short, effective length, but it's not really that good. So it kind of you know, it leads my mind to the Alchemist. Like, this is the Alchemist of this album,
3: yeah. just
0: a random maiden song. This happens to have Smith in it. He only co wrote two tracks on the album this one and Wicker Man. So you should be frothing. Oh, Smith is back. You know, he's been out for the entire mm. 90s, and this is the other Smith tune, but. Ah, is it that good? Could it be maybe a leftover from Smith Dickinson from the nineties, and then Harris
2: added his flair to it? Maybe I, I don't know. I don't. I think that when they came into this, I don't think they necessarily used a hell of a lot of that kind of stuff. Just, to, but maybe that they could have. I don't know. If it's unfinished, um, or
0: you know, maybe a riff yeah. that Smith has laying around, and Harris finishes it or something. But uh, I think yeah. musically, it's even more bland than and lyrically actually I have to say, well, I'd say, like I'd say a cool I'd intro
2: say, though cool intro yeah. and, the, and that dueling really my have. favorite my favorite bit of this and this is like the bit I I listen to this bit over and over again it's the uh, the whole solo section I love that because I like the 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 rhythm guitars that are backing the solo because what I really like and I tried to do this since I remember I was I tried to make this happen in a band I was in quite a while ago where I where I would where when, when there was going to be a solo I, I tried to write actual riffs that would back the solo but be specific for that part. Mm, yeah. Rather than just cool. someone playing the fucking chords of the, you know, of the, the chorus. The chorus verse, yeah. And that's how you did that. This was like an indie rock kind of situation. So, they, you know, they they I never got any of that through. They didn't they didn't get what I was trying to do. But this is the thing here cuz you got these two cool, you know, uh riff like the the uh, let's see um Let's have a listen to it, it then. I will find. Hold on. Yeah. Let, I mean, let me get him here. All right. So this is the bit that I'm talking about, where there's two, there's two, there's two things. So there's the first. Uh, I don't know who's. I think it's. Um, well, we'll get to the solos itself. But so you got the backing riff, and then when the second get whoever takes over the second solo bit, it, you know, there's a key change and there's a different kind of riff. But it's a, it's the same riff. It just you know moved. Mm-hmm. A little. I really think it's cool. That's That's cool.
0: that must be Adrian
2: And then, David. And then there's this. I like this too. The power played big, the talk part. Yeah. This could be Janik, actually. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And he does it. That's to great effect. And so on and so forth. Yeah, so I like that bit, and also I remember back in the day when when this was new, and I was trying to learn just the the backing bit of the, the solo. There's no tab that had figured it out properly. Oh, really? Back then,
0: wow. a lot of tabs were wrong back in the
2: days. Yeah, and I didn't have. I think it. a
0: lot of them are still wrong. I I just don't bother. I didn't have good no. enough ear even to tell, so I just played it wrong until someone told me like it's actually the fourth fret. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh,
2: but that, I, I, I like that bit. That's my favorite bit of the song. It
0: is cool, rather brief, but I think they all get. If Janik is doing the fills, which I think he is, then they all get a bit of yeah. lead work in there, and that's called cool. nice. effective. Um, very like it's more effective version of the duelists in that sense that they like, kind of do that effective middle part so quickly. But also maybe the song yeah. would have benefited from it being even longer. Actually, like going yeah, wild. I don't think
3: if, so. I love. Yeah, it. if they
0: went wild in the middle for two minutes, maybe we would have liked yeah. the song more because then the yeah. The, yeah. the the vocal parts would be more in parentheses parenthesis exactly. and the and the melodic parts or instrumental parts would be the song like in the dualist uh, so yeah. i don't know not my favorite track on the album and no, no, nothing not is idea. really bad also that's the thing that's why i say the alchemist like it's all
2: uh, yeah lukewarm lukewarm quality
3: yeah it's just bland yeah. but also i mean
2: i think the problem with it is that if you look at like what's what's on the the rest of the album like you look it it's fine it, 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 there's nothing wrong with it by any stretch of the imagination but if you look like on each side of that song you have okay so you have dream of mirrors and the Nomad are bookending this this the song so you got two way bigger songs a lot better yep. so just fine if you're standing next to those guys' those songs it's, it's not gonna doesn't work it's it's gonna, it's it's gonna be you're gonna be you know it's not it's gonna stand up more that it's in, in a bad way and then you have the first four songs
0: which are great. You've heard them probably in this listening sequence, right?
2: Yeah, because you got, yeah, you, got, you got Wicker Man, Ghost, Navigator, Brave New World, Blood Brothers, The Mercenary, Dream, Mirrors, and then this one. It's yeah. so like like arguably... I mean, it, it, yeah. it is so this,
0: this one and The Mercenary that are they are the weaker tracks. Again, again, not objective fact, but they are the weaker tracks, those two. This is the weak link on the... On the <laughs> I think so, and The Mercenary, but that one, sometimes if I'm in the right mood, I, I quite dig The Mercenary, so...
2: But again, like I said, you, you know, if someone were to stumble upon this as their first maiden song they've ever heard, I think they could do way worse.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I used to like it actually more when I bought the album back in the day. There wasn't, there wasn't a problem song for me at all. Uh, I had other problem songs. I didn't like The Thin Line, which I love today.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's one of my favorites. I love it. I didn't
0: yeah. even quite like Blood Brothers at first. Listen, uh, but that, that wow. changed quickly. That changed within, yeah. within. my favorite. Yeah, that changed that's within, my within months. Me. That changed. So, uh, but uh, still, you know, this song was kind of a a good track then because uh, it was so easy to digest, I guess. So, at first few listens, the, I, it was in my maybe yeah. top five, yeah. and now it's the I bottom. I think
3: now that Eric mentioned that it's between those two songs, uh, "The Nomad" and uh, which one was that? "Dream of Mirrors." Yeah. Dream so, mirrors, yeah. DLC. It's yeah. just that it comes in like in between, like okay, and then yeah. like this bomb of a song comes after sequencing. <laughs> like, it's thrown into it there. Pro-
2: probably when I initially listened to the album, I would imagine. I don't remember. I'm just assuming, knowing knowing myself. That probably I like this one more than I like the Nomad at that point because the Nomad was a lot, you know, like like if the same thing that took me a while to get into, like yeah. Rhyme, Asian Mariner and that kind of stuff because it was so much. Yep. Exactly. You know, I was used to, you know, uh, you know, I was just sort of getting into this kind of stuff. Whereas, you know, that that changed obviously. Um, like for instance, I think that if you take, you know, L- Latter Days kind of Maiden worth of longer songs, if that's how what they where they were at. When I, was, when I was getting into them, I don't know if I would have really in the same way because you know, I don't think I was ready for that kind of stuff yet. Right. And That's always the thing. Like,
0: yeah. yeah. And um, for this song live, it has been played, but only two times, I think.
2: Oh, uh, Face yeah.
0: in the Sand, I'm sure, has never been played live. I'm quite positive.
2: It's not been played, no. Oh. But, um, and they also did, I think the only ones they haven't done from this album then are Thin Line Between Love and Hate and The Nomad. Everything else they played. Correct,
0: yeah. But this one and Out of the Silent Planet only a couple of times as extras. They had more time for whichever reason and they knew how to play them. This album was recorded as um, a live thing. So they knew how to play all 10 songs uh, at first. And then obviously some songs have more arrangements in them, but so does Blood Brothers and they keep playing that. So again, uh, we talked about that, like the Nomad, that's just an excuse. They're just saying, oh, we can't bring the Camels on stage. They just don't want to do it. (laughs) And maybe also because it has stolen parts in the music, that could be a problem too.
2: Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, but I'll say, like, yeah, because they, they, did, they did have the Silent Planet when they did the, the Clive Burr benefits, uh, you know, back in 2002, I think, mm. maybe, or three, but yeah, so. Then
0: it was the last single, I think, at that time. Yeah. And, and then Fallen Angel, but I think also live this song could work.
3: Yeah, I think so, too. It, it, yeah. Now that you mention mentioned it, it, it seems like a good live song. It's, yeah. like, short and effective and, like... Yeah.
0: And then right. the whole Archangel, the, the the story that you couldn't get into, then it would be easier to get into, because you have this yeah, loud maybe. PA, and it's like, of course you're this badass angel shooting people, it, it makes sense yeah. in that context. But in the in, yeah. in my armchair back home, maybe not so much.
2: So obviously this is not going on the list? Nope. Nope.
0: No, yep. no songs song on the list fine. this week. Nothing on the uh, list. Because I mean, that's going to be a big one, anyway, the list that is. Yeah. Do, you think yeah. do you think we're going to reach 100 or it going to be less than 100? I think less. Going we're going to easily reach 100. I, I think, think so. Yeah, I think maybe about 100 and then half of them are going to have to go.
2: Well, at this point, they'll have seen there's a Discord group. So join that. And if you don't know how that works, we'll, I'll try to explain it. Actually, I don't know how it works.
0: So you can learn learn with me shouldn't yeah, be that hard. there you go. Uh, also,
2: it's not that hard. If, if I can figure it out, then everyone can. Also, at the tail end of ah.
0: this episode, I wanted to mention the the network too, the Deep Dive Network, uh, at mm-hmm. Deep Dive Pod, and I think also deepdivepod.com now. I'm not sure, but it should be up there. Let me check. And uh, usually I just uh, bring out one of those eight shows at a time, so this time I'm going to bring out Deep Purple Podcast because that was a, a big one for me. Deep Dive
2: Pod, let's see.
0: Deep Purple Podcast got me into the idea that you can actually just sit and nerd out on a band and people will listen. Oh. Miraculously, people will listen to your.
2: Yeah, so we. Yeah, this is easily the of all the pods I've done. This is the thing that's you know, quickly grown the biggest. Yep. And uh, it's also very fun to keep, uh, keep you know, because a lot of times, and you know, I'll go, go in waves how, how you know how much of a maiden period I'm in, even though they're always there. But this has been fun to sort of keep that going. And, you know, so even though, I, you know, a lot of times I don't listen to hell a lot of Maiden in between recordings. But like, for instance, right now, when I'm in a Maiden period again, it makes it so much more fun to be doing this as well. Oh, yeah. You get a lot of input from others, you know, a lot of impressions. Yeah. And I love, our, I love our, little, our little, the Facebook group is great. It's nice, very nice. Very cute and nice. <laughs> very nice group of people. Yep.
0: Yep. And the yeah, Deep Purple podcast, in, in like indifference to us, is two people that know each other really well from way back in almost childhood, but they don't live in the same city, so they haven't seen each other in years and they see each other every week talking about Deep Purple and also bands that are connected to Deep Purple, like the family tree. So it's not only about that band, which is kind of, that's the point of that show. And I like it a lot. I've heard every single episode that has been released.
2: It's cool. I gotta check that out. Yeah. I, I, Deep Purple's one of those things, one of those bands that I've, I I want to get into more than I sort of am into. Um, yeah, it's wh- and everything I've, yeah. I've everything I've heard, I enjoy. I mean, it's not, I, mean I, I don't. I'm not gonna say I heard a little bit of the new, the latest album, and that was fine. It's not the best. But like it's stuff, not the stuff, the stuff I've no, it's not the best. Mm-hmm. That's fine, but there's, there's other things. Every time I've heard like one of the you know the classic era stuff, like ah, this is really good. Yeah, yeah, I should listen to this, and then I don't because I'm weird. No, I mean I've, so. I was the
0: same as you too. Exactly the same. The show actually helped me. I mean, first I bought like a couple of vinyls. I bought Burn and Stormbringer, and I really thought, okay, there's stuff here to be heard. And then I saw I searched for Deep Purple podcast, and I found Deep Purple podcast. Oh. <laughs> you know, very simple. There was no, rec- no I, recommendation yeah. or anything, and that, then they kind of guided me into the whole catalog and also the
2: other catalogs that neighboring them really interesting Bought a lot of vinyls because of that show i was going to say that i found the nerdiest podcast i've ever discovered recently and this is saying quite a bit considering what we do i was listening to i I was looking i was i I found a, a podcast that just deals with ghostbuster memorabilia only memorabilia oh yeah so it's very 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 you know very niche kind of very sort of yeah, it's, very, it's interesting, but it's like, yeah, Jesus Christ, I didn't know this was such a big, like, it's essentially Ghostbuster-related autograph collectors. And it's like, wow, it's like, I didn't know that was a thing. And that's, you know, so that's fun. So every there's something for everyone. That's very fun out there.
3: Podcast about everything.
2: That's the thing. Yeah, the exactly. Thing. There are many of them out I think, there, I th-
0: so you have to do your own thing. You have to do you in this I- case.
2: I... I've always said, and back when I started doing, uh, because when I started doing my first podcast, the pods weren't that. This is, we start. I've been doing it for like nine years at this point, and now nowadays everyone has a pod. But then there wasn't the case. And I always told people, you know, even everyone, everyone has at least a couple of stories in them they could that's turn that's into it. a podcast, and it's you know, everyone has a story that only they can tell in that way, in the way that should be told. So I think, that, I think, I think I'm glad there's so many more of them. I mean, make the competitions a lot more these days. Yeah. I mean, it was way easier back when there's like five of us. Definitely, but, uh, but uh, I mean, for us, we're one of one of
0: 7 Maiden podcasts or something now. But uh, but also, like the, the, for us, just the fact that we knew when we started that this is going to be a long journey, this is going to be quite the trip, yeah. and that we didn't know each other so well, then that itself becomes like the arc for the whole thing, and then it's okay to do a topic that is w- well covered because we yeah. do our version That's of it.
3: it we're doing our version. On that
0: too. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. That said, so. That's it, I guess that's it for this time. Uh, do you have anything? Uh, uh, does it, uh, I, I've lost my train of thought. Is there anything um, to say to your fans, Kalotan?
3: Oh, to my fans? Yes. Well, um, keep up the good work and up the irons.
0: Perfect. Up the irons and skull from the north. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Alright. I'm good. it bra, a little bit a little episode. I'm going to play a little bit of a little bit
3: Nej, eller hur? Det blir liksom lite annan vibb.